3: good morning washington dc what up what up what up happy saturday everybody i'm adam epstein you're listening to awad radio here on dc sports radio 1067 the fan simulcast on the team 980 and always available on the go on the free odyssey app i appreciate you riding with me here this morning david harrison will join us at 10 a.m he covers the commanders for sports illustrated and Locked on, Commanders, but as always, phone lines are open. 1-800-636-1067, 1-800-636-1067. You know, I like to make it as interactive a radio show as possible. The reason I do radio is because when I was a kid, I loved to call into radio shows, and tomorrow's a big one. It's a big one. The Commanders have a massive chance to get above 500. And you know what? I'm going to say... It's another must-win game, and if you've been listening to this show all season, I've said four of these games have been must-win games. Arizona, Week One. If you want to be a team this year, not a pretend team, you got to take care of the Cardinals. Dallas lost to the Cardinals. That's laughable. The Commanders took care of the Cardinals Week One. I said Week Two. This schedule is tough. We got to win on the road against Denver. They're not a good team. Russell Wilson has not figured out how to run Sean Payton's offense. They got the win. Then you lose to the Eagles and the Bills, and I said, Week 5, Chicago, that's a must-win game. You won that game last year. They were blown out on Thursday Night Football. I called for another must-win against Atlanta, and I told you guys, if we lost to the Falcons, I was going to open up the show today and talk Washington Wizards, talk NBA and college basketball. But you know what? The Commanders got a win, and so you won three of the four must-win games to get to 500 at this point in the season think you got a round of applause for that, right? The team got to 500. Usually at this point in the season, we're like 1-4. We're 2-4. and four. But you know what? We're 500. Now, if you want to be a playoff team, if you want to beat last year's 8-8-1 record, you got to defeat the New York Giants. I'm calling a must-win game once again. We can't come home with a tie. Can't come home with a loss again this season if we want to fight for the postseason. The New York Giants this year are a bad football team. I didn't see it coming, personally. I picked the Giants to win the division. I'll admit that every week I was wrong. I thought Daniel Jones was on an upward trajectory after he played last year, and you know what? He won a playoff game over Kirk Cousins. Turns out he's come down to earth in Brian Dable's offense. Saquon has been able to stay healthy and on the field. We need to be a tiger and smell blood and go for the kill on Sunday. Washington wins this game by doing what? 1-800-636-1067. How does Washington win this game on Sunday? 1-800-636-1067. I believe Washington wins this game by taking it right to the New York Giants. We have to establish our attack early. We have to get points on the board. I think if you let Eric bien Coach Eric bien play with a lead in the first half, you're gonna see he could put up 24 points. He could put up 31 in a game, rather than oh he's got the lead there in the fourth quarter, and he's he can't be as creative, all right. And I don't blame Coach Biondi. A lot of people didn't like the play calling there in the fourth quarter against the Falcons when you were already up 24-10. You kept letting them get back into it. Then 24-16. Then they had three drives to try to tie the game. Luckily, the defense came up uh, with two late interceptions and Jamin Davis's interception sealed the game, but if you let Coach Biennale play with the lead in the early portion of the game, I think he can be made way more creative in the second quarter. When Washington scored and made it, I think, 17-7 against the Falcons, it was a very impressive drive, and I'm thinking, man, this offense is hot. Get them the ball back now. They can make it 24. They can make it 27. They can score right now. But you know what happened was the defense let Atlanta go right down the field. A long drive, and then they got a field goal, and it hurt Washington's momentum. And then you had the Kendall Fuller interception, right, and then the screen pass. So it wasn't like the offense established itself in the second half. They were kind of just scoring off of a turnover, and because of that, they lost their rhythm completely. So I want Washington to get up early against the Giants. I'm looking for this defense to please get a stop on the opening drive of the game, right? Please get a stop on the opening drive. You have to make that change. You have to make that change if this defense is ever going to be elite like we all expect them to be with the amount of talent that I believe they have. Right? I'm looking for the defense to get a stop of the New York Giants on their first drive. Let's look at last week. Right? The Falcons had not scored in their opening drive all season long. We let them go 11 plays, 75 yards, and into the end zone for a touchdown. Jonathan Allen, the defensive tackle specialist for the commander's defense, Goes on the junkies every Monday at 9 a.m. and he mentioned it. He said they have been much better as a defense once they settle into a game and they get to the team's off-script plays. But that's not good enough, right? What did they preach all off-season? What did Aaron, what did uh, Ron Rivera say all off-season? Jack Del Rio say all off-season? This defense wanted to do start fast. Well, they haven't started fast all year long. All right. We can't stop the opposing team's first 15 plays. The scripted game plan, we can't handle that. For some reason, we have not been able to handle it all season long, and that has to change. And that that's either Jack Del Rio watching a film and changing the play calling and maybe going to more of the Cinco package early on or blitzing uh, earlier in the game or doing something. But look at this. Falcons score on their first drive 75 yards into the end zone. The Bears game. The Bears game, it was their opening three drives. The first 23 plays went touchdown, field goal, touchdown. The Eagles, 12 play first drive, 75 yards, touchdown. Bills game, 11 plays first drive, stopped them in the red zone, field goal. Broncos game, their first teen, first 17 plays resulted in touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. Even the Cardinals got a field goal out of their first 15 plays. So it's all going to be about how can we start this game? How can we start this game? Before the Falcons game, we had been outscored in the first half by almost 80 points, just getting destroyed in the first half of games. We've got to start fast against the Giants, all right? We've got to be able to smell blood and then go for the kill. Now, we've been much better on defense. Once the game begins for Washington, which, as Chris Russell likes to point out, is usually around 2.15, 2.30, that's when Washington arrives to the stadium, we've got to end that streak this Sunday against the Giants. We've got to start fast on both sides of the ball. That's how we're going to win this game. We cannot let Tyrod Taylor, because I don't believe it's going to be Daniel Jones. We cannot let Tyrod Taylor get any momentum. Can't can't let him establish the fact that he can complete a couple passes to Darren Waller. All of a sudden Waller's killing us throughout the game. Can't let Saquon Barley Barkley get four or five yards a pop on first down. Gotta shut that stuff down immediately. And on offense I'm looking for them to play with a little bit of a faster tempo on their first few drives, right? Sam Howe has been so good in the final two minutes of the half and in the game. He he is really good at these, and they're also these scripted plays, right, where he knows where his wide receivers are going to be when they're running this hurry-up offense, and it forces him to get rid of the ball quickly, which has always been an issue uh this season with Sam Howe, giving up way too many sacks. Well, if he gets rid of the ball quickly then that won't be as big of an issue, all right? I'm fine with the defense giving up 400 yards if they are truly bend but don't break. Against the Falcons, they were great, right? Three interceptions, one in the red zone, hold them to 16 points. But that's not how we've typically been this season. Bend but don't break, because we have broke. Against the Bears, we broke. Against the Bills, we broke, right? Against the Broncos, the whole first half was broke. So offensively, I'm looking for us to start fast, defensively I'm looking for them to get off the field on the first drive and then on the second and third drive hold them to field goals the Giants should not score a touchdown first half they're not good enough offensively to do that if we give up three field goals that's fine because I think the offense should be able to score at least 14 points on the Giants in the first half all right we have to we have to start fast if if this is a game here where all of a sudden, it's 17-16 in the fourth quarter. I don't like our chances. Things always go wrong for the Commanders at MetLife Stadium. Start fast, stay hot, and curse to victory. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on DC Sports Radio 106.7. The fans simulcast on the Team 980 and always available on the go on the Odyssey app. What does Washington need to do to guarantee a win on Sunday against the Giants? one 800 636 One oh six seven.
0: Don't go anywhere. Don't change that dial. I'll be right back. Temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year?
3: Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio. Hoping you're having a good Saturday morning. And if you're enjoying the show, check me out in Richmond Monday through Friday on the free Odyssey app. Just search 910 The Fan, talking all things commanders and more. Phone lines are open right now, 1-800-636-1067. This defense got a few turnovers last week against the Falcons and... I will say, I do think Taylor Heineke wins that game. Desmond Ritter looked ridiculous, terrible with a few of those turnovers. Makes you feel good about Sam Howell, knowing that Ritter was drafted way higher than him. And Howell seems to be miles ahead of him uh, at this point in his career. Uh, But hopefully, the defense with those turnovers got a newfound confidence so that now they can get some stops. Or at least, just stop giving up touchdowns. I mean, that's so important in the NFL. Because if you can lower the points per game by nine or ten, and go from, oh, 33 points per game to 24, well, then you give the offense a chance to win every week because they've shown the ability to score 24, maybe more, all right? Uh, So what's it going to take for the Commanders to get a win Sunday against the Giants? Washington wins this game by doing blank. 1-800-636-1067. Let's go to the phone lines here. Shane, Shane in Alabama, you're on the fan with AWOD.
2: Hey, go Volunteers. First of all, my Volunteers are going to go all up in that ass in Alabama today, so go <laughs> balls! All right. So, uh anyway, first of all, you are amazing. You have one of the best morning shows, and thank you for being who you are, man. We appreciate you. You've grown up on this radio, and you are fantastic, my friend. You take thank no you. second chair to nobody. But we're going to lose sex coming in Sunday. I don't see how we win. I, I The only way we do win is we get seven, eight sacks, and that front four that we are supposed to have the best front four in football, if they don't go out and get seven sacks against this beat-up offensive line that is pretty much me and you out there, then what are we doing as a defense? If our defense cannot go go out there and wreak havoc on this beat-up Giants defense, then what are we doing? Then we need to start cleaning house immediately. If we go in there and the Giants – whoop our ass, which I think is going to be a 17-14 game, Giants. We play horrible in in that stadium. They own us in that stadium. There's nothing that we can do in that stadium that we can go in there with Peyton Manning and somehow we lose that game every time in that stadium. But I don't think we win. I think that I don't trust this defense still. I don't trust Jack DiRio. And we only got thirteen. I mean, 11 games left to this This regime. is completely gone, and we're starting our lover And that's what I'm counting down to.
3: Shane, here's the thing though, is that you you kind of just said it right there. I expect Chase Young and Montez Sweat to eat against this terrible de- uh offensive line for the Giants. It's going to be a sack off. It's going to be a competition because between Young who can get, get the more sacks. sacks. Because here's the if thing, Chase you're right. Young
2: does not the Giants get two sack game, then then what are we doing? He's not had a two sack game since he's been in this league. Today Sunday is the day that he should get two to three sacks at least at that at the, at least two sacks. And if, yeah. we, if we can't get seven sacks and from our front four, if we cannot get any pressure, then what are we doing as a defense? Yeah. Then we got to start. We got to start looking at the people that's running that organization. And we said that for four years. And we're at the point now where we are actually debating if we can beat a one-in-five sorry team. That's where we're at. We should go down the list. Giants win. Falcons win. I'm tired of the
3: inconsistency. We need to have two or three wins in a
2: row before we can start trusting this organization.
3: No, you're you're absolutely right, man. Good call. I appreciate it. Uh, I, I think it's all about complementary football in the NFL, right? Because for the first time, it, maybe under Ron Rivera last week, it felt like we played good on all sides of the ball, right? You got to have good defense lead to good offense, then special teams make no mistakes. Last week... Right? We had special teams open up the game with Jamison Crowder. Offense took advantage of that and scored. And then defense came up late with the turnovers. But I really think it's going to come down to which team can get more sacks. Because we know Sam Howell's going to give up some sacks. Uh, it's on him. It's also, I don't trust this offensive line, especially, uh, the right tackle. Um, and then it's going to come down to Chase Young, like he's saying. Chase Young, Montez Sweat, DeRon Payne, Jonathan Allen. I'll throw in John Ridgeway, Casey Tuhill. Those guys need to come to play. It's going to be a low-scoring defensive battle. It's going to be a game in which it's not, hey, this this defense is giving up long drive after long drive. It's hey, this defense got a sack, fumble, and that changed the game. All right, that's how we're going to win this thing. We've got to win the turnover battle as well against the New York Giants. Let's go back to the phone lines here. 1-800-636-1067. MGM National Harbor listener lines are open here on AWOD Radio. We've got Mike in Glenmont. What's up, Mike? Hey, Adam, how are you? Appreciate for uh, appreciate you taking my call, man. Yeah, man, how are you doing? I'm good, I'm good. Uh, you know, looking forward to, to tomorrow, I feel like this team is still clouded from what happened Thursday night because I think after Thursday night we saw – what can happen to this team when when they don't show up or like you said there are 2:30 p.m. team and <laughs> and it's sad because what happens if we actually take care of our business on Thursday
4: and we beat Atlanta and we also beat Giants and we're we're, we're what 4 and 2
3: with Philly at home like that changes the whole narrative man but i think you know that Thursday game really clouded it uh, really has a cloud over our heads and I think we come out winning 21-17, but it's going to be a last-minute drill. So Thank so, so what's it call. going to take? So for the Commanders to win this game, you're saying they've got to play good in the first half?
4: Yeah, not yeah. a 2.30 p.m. team like you said.
3: Yeah, good call, Mike. I appreciate it. Let's keep it rocking here. Uh, let's go to line one, Chris in Maryland. Chris, you're on the fan with Awad. Hey,
5: what's going on, man?
3: How are you doing? Are we going to get a win this Sunday? Uh, no, you're not. I'm going to tell you why. <laughs>
5: Because uh, just think about it, NFL, if you're not one of them top tier teams and you got a good quarterback, like this is the game where when you got decent athletes out there, like if you're not the Patriots or somebody like that, where they just suck with no talent, (laughs) this is the type of game that the team that really need to win. Gonna come out there and give you your all, and they're gonna end up winning. And like I know everybody talk about how great the Washington front is, but Giants front is as good as Washington front. You go look at the front line, and you're looking at two teams that probably actually identical. uh, Besides, maybe Washington's got the upper hand on wide receivers, but Giants got a hell of a tight end. So, you know, this is two teams that mirror each other. Giants could be a little bit better, but you know through injuries, but I really think that this is a game the Giants would probably sneak a win maybe 24-23. Uh, and um, you made a comment earlier about uh, Sam Howe is a little better than Ritter. You know, Ritter is high and cold. You know, like Ritter had a good game before, and then he had a terrible game. A lot of that from last week, that loss going Arthur Smith because he was trying to be too cute last week. If he would have just stick to his game plan where he'd been running, I'm a Falcons fan, just to let you know. Uh, uh, he tried to be too cute. Like, the interceptions in the red zone, that's because they had a delayed game. That should have been the delay game. He tried to rush the snap, and then the delayed blitz came. And then you had the great punt return. Special teams won it. And uh, I called it, like, you win the turnover battle, you're going to win this game. This game right here, if you can't run the football, you're going to lose this game. you got to establish the run.
3: Appreciate the call, man. Great stuff. Love hearing from you. 1-800-636-1067. I think we're going to try to establish the run. I don't know that we're going to be successful doing that. Uh, I think they're going to absolutely try with Saquon Barkley, and that's why I'm hoping we'll go to that Cinco package earlier uh, in the game. Because when I watched the game tape from that Falcons game, anytime we had that five man defensive front, there was no sliver of hope for uh, Bijan Robinson to find any crease in that off- in that defensive line to get through for a couple yards. It felt like anytime we had the Cinco package, he was running for one yard or no gain, And it was beautiful to watch. And then Jamin Davis and Cody Barton. You know, I've been harsh on Cody Barton. I thought he had a good game. Khalil Hudson finally got in, had a great game. Felt good to see all three of our linebackers make an impact. Yes, Cody Barton was good against the run last week. I know people are hard on him, and I'm one of them, but he definitely made a few plays. Jamin Davis had the game-winning interception, and Cleek Hudson with the stop at the goal line. So you got to give these guys some credit. Uh, the secondary, I need I need Emmanuel Forbes to get in this game. I hated the fact that Jack Del Rio and Ron Rivera decided to play him for zero snaps. That's how you destroy someone's confidence. Uh, and we might need him uh, this Sunday against the New York Giants. So I'm hoping that they'll work him into the game for a play here or a play there because, yes, he's had some bad plays. He also had an interception earlier this season. So there was a bright spot there. There was something to build off of, and then they just tore his confidence away and said, oh, yeah, we're going to bench you because DJ Moore is killing you, but then we're not going to even play you for one snap in the next game. They've got to work Emmanuel Forbes uh, back into the defense for the Washington Commanders. I'll get to my offensive game plan. Still got my keys to victory. And David Harrison will join us at 10 a.m. We're live and local here till 12 noon till we pass it off to Super Bowl champion and the legend Doc Walker. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on DC Sports Radio 1067. The fans simulcast on the Team 980 and always available on the go on the Odyssey app. Tweet me throughout the show. If you want to get your tweet read on air, it's at AWAD Radio, A-W-A-D-D-R-A-D-I-O. Don't go anywhere. I'll be right back.
0: After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash acrossamerica. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. A left 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported. 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and
3: timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. What up, what up, what up, DC? Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWD Radio. Here on DC Sports Radio 106.7. The Fan simulcast on the Team 980 and always available on the Odyssey app. Start your Saturday morning off right. Time to get up and Adam. And tune in to DC Sports Radio. You know we're talking commanders throughout the show today. The team is 500. 500 in October. Don't usually say this, right? That's something I want to say is that there is a new energy here in the fan base and, I believe, in Ashburn in the locker room with these guys here. Now that there's no more off-the-field drama, no more Dan Snyder. That's all you had to do, right? Get rid of Bruce, get rid of Dan, and now we're winning – Off the field and winning on the field, 500 through the first six weeks of the NFL season with a very winnable game on the road against a 1-5 in Giants team. If you want to chime in, phone lines are open, 1-800-636-1067. You can always tweet me throughout the show, at AWOD Radio. If it's a good tweet, we'll read it on air. 12th Man tweets me, I had games versus Arizona and the Bears and this weekend as must-win games. I totally agree with that. If you want to be a playoff team, you've got to win games against teams that are way below 500. The Giants are 1-5 and five this year. He says, but the Giants are better than their record. Giants played Bills better than we did. I agree. Uh, despite missing their starting quarterback and half their offensive line, it will be very windy, so the run game is critical. Passing and kicking may be tricky. Like I said, phone lines are open 1-800-636-1067. My offensive game plan for the Commanders is, is you got to understand that the Giants are going to blitz, and they're going to blitz often. That is what Wink Martindale has always done. They're going to send multiple guys from different locations, right? They're going to disguise their blitzes sometimes, and then sometimes they're just going to put seven or eight guys to the box, show blitz, and come after Sam. We have to be aware of that at all times and know who the hot route receivers are, right? Right? I play play enough Madden to know anytime you get a blitz, there's going to be somebody open if they cut their route off short. You've got to be able to find the hot route and hit the receivers. I'm looking at Sam Howell to have a big game getting rid of the ball quickly. Take advantage of some man-to-man coverage. Take advantage of hitting short passes to the receiver and let them try to beat their man, and maybe they can burn the Giants for a big touchdown. If Sam can just get rid of the ball quickly, And then you have the receivers. They got to make the catch. No bad drops. No third down drops. And we could be looking at, I think, a big week for Sam Howell. Just get rid of the ball quickly. And then I'm looking for the screen game to make its return. Right? You had a good one last week. I want more of that. That's how you stop the pass rush. Let's get more tight end screens again. Get McLaurin, Curtis Samuel involved in some screen passes. Use our speed on the outside. To beat the pass rush of the New York Giants. Get rid of the ball quickly. Can't have... Any bad turnovers, uh, any fumbles from the wide receivers or the running backs. Sam's got to know that when he gets hit, the most important thing is that he gets down and he's holding on to the football. Because Kayvon Thibodeau is going to try to do what he did last year against the Commanders, which is destroy our game plan by getting past our left tackle and jarring the ball loose every time he hits the quarterback. Right? He did that twice to Heineke last season. One of them was recovered for a touchdown. We can't let that happen. The Commanders have given up 34 sacks. So what? The Giants have given up 33, right? We know that this game is going to come down to which quarterback takes more sacks. I think we're going to win this game if Sam can get rid of the ball. That's why I'm looking at Chase Young, Montez Sweat, Jonathan Allen, Jaron Payne to have a big game. This is the game where I say, hey, defensive line, oh, you guys want to get paid, right? You first-round draft picks. Some of you have already gotten paid. This is a game you go win it for us right the giants have the most beat up offensive line in the league go take this game from the giants don't let them establish any type of momentum at any point in this game make tyrod taylor run for his life you got to bring the pressure we got to bring the heat against the giants they are going to bring the heat against us. We've got to bring it against them. It's going to come down to the battle of the quarterbacks. I said it earlier to that caller. I think it's going to be a sack off. I think both teams are going to get pressure with their defensive front line and they're going to get home. It's going to come down to which of these teams takes more sacks. And if any of these sacks become sack fumbles, they completely change the game. I'm looking at a low scoring game. I'm real. I really am. I'm looking at a game here where Hopefully, we can establish some kind of offense early on, and then it might be a punt battle. Pump, 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 pump back and forth. Then, all of a sudden, two minute drive. That's where Sam Howell ex- excels. He can get down the field and, and get a field goal. It, it's going to come down to we're going to need Joey Sly to hit all of his field goals, right? As bad as the Giants might be, every time we play the Giants in the last six contests, it's been within five points. Every single time, except for one time. Uh, it's been within five points. So this is going to be a game that's going to come down to the fourth quarter. It's going to come down to missed opportunities versus, hey, we got down the field. We got a field goal. They got down the field. We stopped them on fourth and one. That's going to be the difference in this game. Eric Bieniemy told reporters on Thursday, we've got to learn how to put constant, consistent behavior on tape. The commanders, we can't let the Giants hang around and gain momentum. All right. We saw what happened against the Bears when that happens. We saw what happens uh, when the Broncos score early. We saw what happens in that Eagles game. We should have won that game if we came out in the third quarter with some intensity and said we had two punts in the third quarter, let them come back, and then take the lead. What's it going to take to beat the Giants? 1-800-636-1067. 1-800-636-1067. I'm looking for a few guys to have a big game. All right. Here are The few guys that I want to have a huge game for the Commanders. I've been talking about the defensive line, so I'll double down. I want Chase Young to have his first two-sack game. I want Chase Young to have his first two-sack game, all right? Uh, Then I'll go back to the offensive side of the ball, and we saw him get a few carries last week. Is it going to be Chris Rodriguez? Is it going to be Antonio Gibson? I think it's the Brian Robinson Jr. game. Uh, You saw him on the screen pass. He's so good in space. I feel like they too often they run it to him just right up the gut. I want to see them give a pitch to Brian Robinson Jr. A lot of times when they run these pitch routes or sweeps or runs to the outside, it's Antonio Gibson, and I get that because he has the speed to hit the outside, but Brian Robinson has the strength that when you get to the outside and it's him against a corner, he can run that fella over. He's going to run that guy over for an extra six or eight yards. So I want to see more creative play calls from Eric Bieniemy in the running game to get Brian Robinson Jr. one-on-one with linebackers and corners rather than uh, defensive linemen. Because last week it felt like anytime we ran into Robinson, he was bottled up in the backfield and trying to get one or two yards. And, and I think you have to kind of use his strength on the outside uh, against the Giants because they're really good in the middle as well. Uh, Dexter Lawrence. Uh, can wreak havoc so they've got playmakers on the defensive line we've got playmakers on the defensive line then I'm going to look at the linebacker Jamin Davis made a great play against B. John Robinson and made a few plays uh, in the run support against the Falcons last week I'm looking for him to build off of that right that's what's holding our defense back is that Cody Barton hasn't been good enough at linebacker and Jamin Davis disappears at times right we need him to flash often uh, if he's the one that's matched up against Darren Waller, he's going to have to shut him down. I don't like that matchup. I would like it to be Cam Curl against Darren Waller, but I'm looking for Jamin Davis to build off of last week's game and, and to bring it. He Maybe he can blitz and, and get a sack, all right? He's so fast. You've got to use his quickness uh, to your advantage. Going back to the offensive side of the ball for the commanders, when you get blitzed, all right, a lot of times, they're going to blitz you, and they're going to be in man-to-man. That's when you hit the hot route. If they blitz you in zone, that's when Sam House just got to snap it and dump it off to Logan Thomas. Just snap it and hike it to Logan, all right? Throw it to Logan, and that'll be three or four yards, and then by the time he falls down, it's five or six. There's going to be plays where Sam snaps it, all of a sudden... There's five guys in his face, and he's got to know where his open receivers are. I'm looking for a big game from Logan Thomas. For some reason, we haven't seen much of Cole Turner. That's a little bit disappointing. Uh, John Bates is just a blocking guy. Logan can be a big receiver for the Commanders. Uh, I think he had a bad game last week because he was worried about Fumbling the ball after the catch. He's so good yards after the catch. Sometimes he holds on to it too long and is fighting for extra yards and doesn't go down, and that burned him the week before. But uh, you just had a game against the Falcons where you had a pretty good game. I think this is a chance for him to have a big one against the Giants. So those are my key players for the Commanders. Who are your key players for the Commanders against the New York Giants? 1-800-636-1067. Don't go anywhere. Don't change that dial. You're listening to AWOD Radio on the fan. Welcome back, I'm Adam Epstein, you're listening to AWOD Radio, here on DC Sports Radio 1067 The Fan, simulcast on the Team 980 and always available on the go on the Odyssey app, phone lines are open 1-800-636-1067, 1-800-636-1067, give me your keys to victory for the Commanders against the Giants, and one of the themes that I talked about last week on the show was, I'm not here for regression. Right? I'm not here for that. All right, Last year, you beat the Philadelphia Eagles on the road. All right, You stopped their 11-game win streak. Big win on the road. This year, you had them at the link. Took them to overtime and lost that game. All right? I'm okay with that. Last year, you beat the Bears on Thursday night. This year, on Thursday night, you get destroyed. That's regression. I'm not here for that. Last year, you beat the Falcons. Luckily, this year, you got to win against the Falcons. Last year, you went up to New York, and you had that game won, Ron Rivera, and you know what? You didn't go for the kill. You didn't go for the win, and it ended up being a tie, and it's the lamest thing in football, and I would have rather lost that game because the tie just gave me hope to then go after the bye week and get blown out at home by that same New York Giants team. All right? So I'm I'm, I'm done with regression. I need Ron Rivera to prove to me that this is a better team than last year, that you've got some kind of momentum, because this is not a better Giants team than they were last year. They were playing so much better at this point in time when you played them last year, all right? They started last year like 6-1. and one. I think they were like 7-4 and four by the time we played against them, all right? So this is not a good Giants team. You've got to show me, Ron Rivera, that you're in charge of this team here, and You're going to inspire them to play better than they did last year, and there's some kinds of upwards trajectory with this team. Otherwise, I have no reason for you to be my head coach anymore. So I'm looking for Ron Rivera to prove that he can take the steps forward to win a game on the road against a team that you're better than in this division. They didn't do that last year, right? Where did we finish? Third place. We didn't beat the team that was worse than us. We Actually, we finished fourth. We finished behind the Giants. We didn't beat anyone that was uh, that was worse than us last year. We only beat the Cowboys because it was week 17, and they weren't even trying. So we beat the Eagles and stopped their win streak, but they always have one game where they take it to us every single year. So I'm worried about next week. That's why you absolutely must win this game this week. This is a season where it looks feels like if you look at the schedule from now on, it could be win-loss, win-loss, win-loss and we've got to give ourselves a chance to go to 9-8, and the final game of the season, if you want to get in the postseason. I mean, the schedule, it's daunting at times, right? You're at New York, hopefully you win that one, then you go to Philadelphia, or then it's Philadelphia coming to Washington, doesn't matter where that game's being played. Uh, they could be on a two-game losing streak, or they could have their best win of the season if they're able to beat Miami uh, this weekend. Then you're at New England, then it's Seattle. I mean, one of those games, it feels like, is going to be a loss. Uh, New England's not what they usually are, but man, Foxborough is a tough place to play. And I think Bill Belichick can always outcoach Ron Rivera, even with one eye closed. Uh, Giants and then Cowboys, right? That that's a tough two-game stretch. Dolphins and then at Rams, right? Jets and then 49ers. And then he finished with the Cowboys. So we've really got to find a way here to go above 500 against the Giants because there are a ton of losses on this schedule. It's not like we're going to be looking at a team here that finishes the season with 11 wins. Nine, maybe 10. But but nine seems to be the spot uh, that you should be hoping for, I believe, if you're a Commanders fan. Phone lines are open if you want to chime in. 1-800-636-1067. 1-800-636-1067. Let me know your keys to victory for the Commanders against the New York Giants. I've told you, I think we've got to start fast here. We've got to get the lead at the end of the first quarter. I'm looking for the defense to have more sacks than we give up, right? The Giants are going to get their sacks. Sam Howell takes sacks. So what? He takes them every week. At least they're not turnovers. That's my take on that. Uh, but we've got to win the sack off. And then it's going to come down to execution on special teams. Can't miss any field goals. Got to hope that maybe Jameson Crowder can flip the field again like he did last week. Got to play complimentary football in the NFL. Felt so good to do that last week. Can we do it two weeks in a row, Ron? Can you get these guys to play good offense, defense, and special team two weeks in a row, Ron Rivera? I'm looking at you to inspire these guys on Sunday. All right, let's go to the phone lines here. Let's go to line two. Terry in D.C. Terry, you're on the fan with Awad.
4: Hey, Awad. Thanks for taking my call. Um, so... I think my keys is the victory, and not only just game, but for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. My uh, main thing is running the ball, and and when I say run the ball, I, I don't, I don't, I know it's a new style of um, offenses today, but I notice how a lot of teams now are starting to implement fullbacks back into their offenses. Yeah, I want to run the ball downhill. When you have a guy like Brian Robinson, I mean, I, I want the defense. To think that I might get smacked in the face on this first run. I'm talking about the linemen allowing them to put their hand in the dirt, come downhill, so play action fake can be more effective, you know. But you know whether they do that, that's the key offensively, defensively. Yeah. Hold on, I Terry, Terry. So
3: the- I want them to run the ball more too, and I want them to run downhill. I just don't know if that's the strength of this offensive line, because it seems like when they run, you know, running up the gut, they get no push.
4: Yeah, but see, that's the thing. When they run up, the look how they're running. Their, their linemen are standing up. They're not coming on. I'm talking about on first down, not not for just third and one. I'm saying on first down, put their hand in the dirt, and some a, a defensive line and the linebackers have to at least respect that. Like you know the way the 49. Now that's the 49ers' way of doing things. The way they came at the cowbums, even <laughs> Michael Park, Pot- they put their hands on them. If you do that on first down, because if you if you remember a couple of years ago when Jake Rudin was let go and Callahan came in, everybody was under the assumption that the offensive line couldn't run block. All of a sudden, Callahan, hey, these guys can run block. Because now they're, you're letting them put their It's just about that coach's willingness to do it and letting them do it. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. right now we don't know because this is this offensive coordinator's philosophy And we don't allow them to do that on first down. They're standing up. And they want to do these draw plays, you know, the jet sweeps, all that tricking people to get on third and one we're in shotgun. I mean, it's just, you know, why do we trick people to get third and one? That's ridiculous.
3: Get your first down. Well, it's the new style of the NFL, man. I appreciate the call. Good stuff. You're seeing every team line up in shotgun here and, and, and I get it because it's a passing league and, and a lot of times you can have success off of shotgun play action uh, more than you can under center because the quarterback can get rid of it quickly. But good call, Terry. Let's go to Mill in Hyat- Hyattsville. You're on the fan with AWOD.
6: Hey, good morning, AWOD. How you doing, man?
3: I'm doing good. What are your thoughts on this game Sunday?
6: So I just think our keys to winning, like you said, you know, just start fast, you know, uh, you know, uh, let the defense kind of, you know, do the job they did last week, you know, collectively, you know, on both sides of the ball, you know, and you know how E.B. always said, you know, collectively drag our butt across the line. Like how about we just get across the line, you know, yeah. Uh. and, and just, just play as a collect, like I said, collectively as a team. And uh, I just think, Uh, We're better. I would think we are the better team. I can truly say that. And I just have this weird feeling where we can go up 4-3. And uh, um, uh, I just want to know your thoughts on, you know, uh, just more so what you think about Sam Howe. And I I mean, like you said, uh, I understand the sacks and stuff, but he's been pretty good in uh, not giving away the ball, you know. Um, not uh, you know, like I said, giving it to the other team as much and so just, just being poised in the pocket, you know, try to avoid the sacks, you know, get you know, you know he, you know, how he got outside the pocket last week. I think he needs to do more of uh, do more of that. And we're seeing that, you know, bit by bit. I mean, he's still a young quarterback still learning. Um, but I just think we do have those keys to the game and E B and Ron and uh Jack, I think they they know what plan uh what I think this is a really crucial game for us fans, but Going up 4-3, I really think we, we we have this one. And I think having that, uh, we can take this win and uh, have that home game. I mean, I mean, who's to say? I mean, why can't we be the next ones up, you know? And it'll yep. be ready for the playoffs. Just saying. Good uh, call. Like, I appreciate yeah, one, you Thanks. chiming in. Yeah. Yep.
3: Let me answer yeah. your question on Sam Howell. So I, I love the quarterback. And, and that's why I don't even want to talk about the sack issue. Why? Because I'm tired of us bringing our own guys down, right? We've been searching for a quarterback my entire life. Right, I, I was propping up guys like Danny Werfel, Patrick Ramsey, and, and, and Jason Campbell. Those guys are nothing compared to Sam Howell. So I don't even want to talk about the sack issue. Let's talk about the fact he's got 1,500 yards. Uh, the fact that every time he steps back, it's, it looks like a laser beam. It's freaking rockets, cannons that he fires out of his arm. He can hit anything from 15 or 20 yards right down the middle of the field. He's got the touch to hit the outside throws. I think he's going to get better at these long throws because he was really successful that in college. So I don't want to bring him down and talk about anything negative about the sacks. I'm talking about the positive stuff with my quarterback, and I think we found our franchise guy. Appreciate you calling in. Thanks for asking that question. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on DC Sports Radio 106.7. The Fan simulcast on the Team 980 and always available around the country on the Odyssey app. It's the best app out there for music, play-by-play, and sports talk. We've got two more hours on The Fan. Don't go anywhere. I'll be right back. Tune in is the audio platform with
1: something for everyone. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy
0: in every journey. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at TMobile.com/AcrossAmerica. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. I left 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device. Credit service ported. 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier. And timely redemption required.
1: Card has no cash access and expires in six months.